Genre. Welcome back to Spider-Man Minute, the daily podcast where we may need some help over here as we analyze and celebrate Spider-Man 3, one just in the nick of time, minute at a time. I'm Zach Luna. I'm Scott Corelli. I'm Mark. And I'm Nathan. Welcome back, guys. guys. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. (laughs) Happy to have you here to close out the week with Minute 120, which is the minute of Spider-Man 3 that begins with Harry snowboarding in to save Peter. And ends with an astonished J. Jonah Jameson yelling out, Parker! That was very good. That was very good. Oh, thank you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, uh, we, yeah, it's it's snowboard time. Yeah, Here we I are. mean, it's 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 best buds. Uh, it's yeah. best buds time. Um, I, I love this minute so much. I just, <laughs> I do. I know that it's, I know that like some of it's like a little, a little cheesy, but I think it's cheesy in a fun way of like, I like the the I the um you know uh uh just in the nick of time he's like well a few minutes <laughs> earlier wouldn't have hurt and he's like well what are you gonna do like it's it's like this <laughs> it's just like this like they're right back at being friends but now everything's changed because they're both they're they, super friends they're both yeah they're super friends now uh, <sighs> it's so good uh, I I love it I love it I love it so much and um I think that it's 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 yeah, it's just it's really it's a really strong choice to do this because, you know, obviously this movie is um, somewhat inspired by uh, the storyline in the comics. Um, it was actually a, a single issue, which I was surprised by, um, but it was kind of a ongoing thread for a little bit um, off and on in the spectacular Spider-Man uh, comics. Um, this was mm. issue 200, uh, which was the best of enemies issue. Um, but it was also sort of uh, pre-established before that, um, uh, like a like a few issues earlier in the um, I think it was eighty nine one eighty nine was the issue. Um, sure, I believe you. Yeah, yeah. but anyway, uh, this this uh, this whole arc of um, Harry being the Goblin and it's sort of like this final stand between Peter and Harry as Spider Man and the Goblin and uh, the best of enemies uh, issue is sort of. Harry's last stand and it ends with him dying um, and to, to not return for quite a while. Um, His father returns first and then, and then Harry returns uh, later after that. Um, But uh, in this, in this story, like this is sort of his last hurrah of just like wanting to wreck Peter's life uh, completely and utterly. Uh, He's doing this thing where he's just sort of like, no, no, no. All of your, all of your family, and I would never harm a hair on the head of Aunt May or Mary Jane. I just want to kill you, but you're <laughs> not going to know when it's going to happen, mm-hmm. and I'm not going to tell you when it's going to happen. But it will happen eventually, and though so he'll just do things where he'll just be the goblin, and he'll just like follow Peter down the street. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> and like and stuff like that and and peter knows that it's happening and he's just like god did you, stop it harry like leave me alone it's <laughs> uh, great and yeah no it's really really good uh but the the what what happens at the end of this is he finally gets trapped he, he gets uh, uh peter trapped in a in a his apartment with him and he sets a bomb to explode and he's like, we're going to die here together. And then remembers that his son Normie is also there and is asleep in the other room. And then he realizes in that moment what he's become. And uh, Spider-Man is like, he's like drug Spider-Man so that he can't escape. So he can't move. And then um, he uh, saves Normie and Mary Jane and everyone else in the building. And then he, in a last minute decision goes back and saves Peter. Um, and, nice. but then dies in the process. Cause the goblin serum was like kill, slowly killing him, poisoning him because it was a, it was a, it was a lousy version of the goblin serum. It mm. wasn't he, cause he's not as smart uh. as his father. Um, and so it was killing him to use it, but he was using it to get revenge on Peter. Um, sure. So he saves Peter and then dies like almost immediately upon saving him from the exploding building. Uh, and then that's what happens. So there's a lot of just sort of um, comeuppance and regret and things like that happening in that storyline, which is a a different take on it. I mm. really love the the poetry of him coming back and not just saving Peter from something that he did, but saving Peter and sort of joining forces with him and being able to see that, you know, he could have been, they, they could have been heroes together. Um, and it's, I just, I love the way that this is done here and it's not the same thing as best of enemies, which is fantastic. And, you know, Damatius and Bashema are just, but or Basima, um, Sal Basima. Uh, I forget how to pronounce his last name. I'm sorry. Um, right. But it's 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 so good in the comics. It is very very good. Uh, but this is this is also great, and I love it as a representation of that of the culmination of that storyline and of the storyline of these two characters. Um, because you don't want to see him died not being friends with peter again you know yeah um yeah. you you want to see them r reconcile as friends and you want to see what they could have been what they were missing out on this entire movie and for the for a little bit you know in spider-man 2 as well like you want to see what we've been missing out on and and i think we get it uh you know full blown in this beginning in this minute and it's just it's so much fun and i just i love it i love yeah. it so much yeah yeah I, well said i gotta say i am happy with the uh with the, the the harry and peter team up in this it is it it's satisfying it really is yes yeah mm -hmm. yeah like i i totally get when people are like this is a bit too cheesy for me but uh cheese tastes good yeah. Oh, it's great. You know? That's a good one. Like I love nacho. I love cheese. Gouda. Yeah. Oh, yeah man. Nacho cheddar. Yeah. I'm a big fan. At Trader Joe's, they have this like Quattro Formaggio blend. That's like, uh, it's all these like different cheeses. It's good for like sandwiches and pizza. It's so good. I like cheese. We love cheese. <laughs> cheese you know? is great. Yeah. It's tasty. They have vegan cheese. And you know, they got yeah. they, everyone can have cheese. You know. Yeah. Everybody can appreciate some cheese now and then. And if the cheese is rooted in like earnest emotions mm -hmm. sincerity um, mm -hmm. sincerity i'm all for that yeah and yeah. and this is 
regardless of like the stuff that doesn't quite work about the ending of this movie and you know the the awkward things around it this like core of the final fight confrontation stuff makes me feel really good mm-hmm. i really like yeah. that just to the team up yeah. physically and yeah it's really fun it's a solid payoff for you know two movies uh, ahead mm-hmm. of this and then yeah. going into it with the uh, it's yeah it's satisfying it really is i gotta say it again mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. and it 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 hasn't felt like Raimi's Spider-Man in a while, this mm-hmm. movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and this feels like not only is Harry back, but like so is the movie that we love so much. Yes. Um, the movie yeah, series exactly. we love so much. Yeah it, yeah, it is. It feels, you know, you feel like it's a Sam Raimi film in this minute. And mm-hmm. there, it's it's campy and it's, uh, you used a word like, they, you know, they made this choice. And I'm glad you said that, Scott, because it is, a choice made by the filmmakers to be campy, to be cheesy. It's a comic book movie. And Uh it goes back to what we were saying earlier about like, if you see CGI and you go, oh, that's CGI, therefore equals bad. It's the same thing where people go, oh, that's cheesy or campy, therefore it must be bad. And it's like, no, because it's deliberate. They're like, this is, this minute is intentionally supposed to be this Mm -hmm. comic book film. You know, it's, it's supposed to have this, uh, I guess cheesiness is the word, but it, it's 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 sincere. It's mm-hmm. yes. and it's intentional, and and you know give into it because it's a comic book turned into a movie. Like, what are you what yeah. are you guys waiting for? You know, yeah. Where's yeah. the disconnect where people were like, oh hey, your comic book movie should be Oscar worthy. It's like when did that when did that ever happen? Oh, you you want to know? Uh, the Dark Knight. Yeah, I do. I honestly <laughs> do. Yeah, yeah, the dark Knight. Uh, there's yeah. a guy named Christopher Nolan 2008. who kind of yeah. Um, <laughs> it's but like. Come on. That's just one take <laughs> on the material, you know? Like, it's not... Not every movie has to be like yeah, that. Yeah, really. Right. It's just... Come on, guys. Come on. Like, no, that no, no, should they, be an because, anomaly, because right? If, no, no, no. Because if, 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 if the movie doesn't take itself deadly serious, then what does that say about me, right? Makes I'm a joke. Is that what you're saying? Oh, I'm a joke. <laughs> yeah, Am I that's... a joke to you? <laughs> Am I a joke to you because I like this stuff? This is serious. Yeah. Have you ever read Frank Miller? This is serious. That's characters are for kids all the no, time no, no. over at yeah. DC Cinematic Minute. Um, and mm-hmm. I don't want to get too much into it, but I've always I've enjoyed um and 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 I like where we are all at because we are aware of that and I think awareness is a big thing for these to to go into these type of movies because comic mm-hmm. books are all different all you know like we do doom patrol or wonder woman or superman or batman especially like they have these different tones and you'll see criticism for a movie like shazam being too goofy or and then you'll see and it's like and it's like you don't understand because you have to be aware of the situation of that movie versus you know aquaman to batman v superman it's like they have tones that are right for what they're going for and mm-hmm. with yeah. Spider-Man in the Sam Raimi film, he's doing it his way and you should be into it because you're going to see his movie, not your movie, which you mm-hmm. didn't make. Mm-hmm. So it's mm-hmm. like, yeah. it's always being aware of where to shift gears when you're seeing a movie. Yeah. And it's just, just yeah. do that, dude. Cause, like, Cause the thing about, the thing about the people who, who complain about that, about how like Shazam is, is too cheesy or, or cutesy or whatever it is that, or or funny or uh-huh. whatever it is that they're going to complain about with that movie in comparison to like a Batman v Superman or or Man of Steel 
they're complaining about that and then on the other hand they will be the first people to complain about how all the marvel movies are the same Mm -hmm. but they're asking for the same thing just a different tone they're still asking for all of the movies to feel exactly the same no i want them all to feel like man of steel well that's boring isn't that boring wouldn't you get bored of that yeah i don't know not to say no, that Man of Steel is right. boring, but like th- if they were all like that, it would be yeah. you know. Yeah, that was exactly. the formula. Then it's just it's old. It's two a formula. Movies in. That, yeah. and that's right. what we yeah. don't want. We you know right. we were doing uh, Suicide Squad. We just finished that when in Suicide Squad, a, a lot of people in that in that realm who want every film to be a Zack Snyder film, they would be like uh-huh. they'll throw Suicide Suicide Squad. I still cannot say that name no, no, after all those it. minutes, <laughs> and it's. <laughs> It's not the same movie. Zack Snyder right. d- yeah. didn't make Suicide Squad. David Ayer did, and it's right. a David Ayer film, right. and also Warner Brothers it film. Really you know, it's it's yeah. not. And you could, and 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 on top of that, but like you could even argue that like really the only movie that he made that was fully a quote unquote Zack Snyder movie was Dawn of Justice. Yes, because even Man of Steel it was Christopher Nolan. He was he was hired to yeah. ape. Christopher Nolan. Yes. Like, he was supposed to be making, like, what if Christopher Nolan made a Superman movie, only we can't get him to do that, so just pretend (laughs) that you are. Um, (laughs) Wouldn't that be funny, guys? Yes. (laughs) Oh, boy. Yeah. So, so, like, even even that, it's like, it's like, you're just wanting a copy of a copy of a copy at that point, Mm -hmm. and, like, why is that fun? Yeah, that's That's the exact same thing they'll say to, you know, the... This you know the Marvel movies is like it's a copy of a copy of a copy because it worked when they did you know Avengers one and it's like they've always wanted to do and it's like so you you want this you want them to do that and it's like yeah you want them to do that no oh, right. okay. yeah. no trust your filmmaker I, like trust yes. the filmmaker let them let them execute their vision yeah and that's I think one of the things that DC is going to have over. Marvel going forward is that yeah. they're going to be able to do whatever they want with every character and that's so cool that's, yes. that's, cool. that's cool like yeah. if that means that we don't get a Justice League movie again for uh, who knows how long I mean I think I'm fine with that I'm totally because fine with that. as long as the movies are good like who cares yeah. you know yeah. it's I, I like that you guys started it out by mentioning Shazam because I really well A I love that movie and I know Scott does too um, but I remember when we came out of the screening where we saw it together, one of the first things we talked about was that kind of felt like a Sam Raimi movie. And I've missed that. Yeah. I really have missed that tone where it's very sincere. And also the like horrific stuff was actually horrific and Mm -hmm. it's fun. And like, it's not aimed at trying to be super serious. It's aimed at trying to make you feel good yeah, yeah. You know? I think that and, and uh, like not to step on your guys's toes but if i were to ever if i were if i were ever going to think about doing another movies by minute of a superhero film it would be shazam oh um, yeah yeah it's, yeah because there's it's, a lot it's, to talk about oh and it's just it's so entirely in yeah. my wheelhouse yeah. i love that movie to pieces. <laughs> if you want to do it let us know we can uh um i have a question for both of you guys um is yeah. there like a distinguishing quality maybe that's not the right word is there like a distinguishable thing from sam raimi movies that you can pinpoint saying like okay that's a sam raimi horror element and okay this is a sam raimi comic book element or is it did he do a good job of blending the two together so when you think about a sam raimi movie like you were saying shazam was it like oh that was like a sam raimi comic book movie 
or you also added in the horror aspects? Is it still is it the same umbrella? Is what I'm asking. I think mm. I think it's the same umbrella because it's it's like all the, the his comic book movie still has his horror stuff mm-hmm. in it because you know look at the Doc Ock scene oh, that yeah. you guys guessed it on last last season yeah um mm-hmm. you know that is that is I think the equivalent to the boardroom scene in Shazam you know mm-hmm. where it's just like oh this is this is genuinely horrific okay. and terrifying yeah um mm-hmm. but then also the very next scene you know, our hero is going to floss like, you know, yeah. like it's <laughs> floss to the tune of uh, queen. Um, it's, it's mixing the two and being able to turn the tone on a dime, you mm-hmm. know, yes. I think is, is the secret. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, th- I think part of the, the Samurai quality to me is uh, like, I, I remember an interview with him where he was talking about when he got into filmmaking, like uh, getting things going the first time he had like, money backing one of his projects this like producer um because he had been making these like around college level he'd been making these like weird like drama slash comedy films and screening them like charging people a pittance to screen them in these all these like strange repertory theaters and but this producer that wanted to fund a bigger project for him but was very upfront about like well on on the sort of budget we'd have available to us the the only thing that like is making money right now that would be in that wheelhouse would be like a horror movie. Like, can you make a horror movie? And Sam Raimi like hadn't had interest in horror before that. And he was like, I don't know, maybe. And he's like, well, let's go see this movie I'm talking about. Cause it's like, everybody's going nuts over it. It's Halloween. And they went and watched, Mm -hmm. you know, Halloween, the first one is John Carpenter. And Sam Raimi was like, um, I can't make a movie like that. Uh, I, I'm not capable of that, but he's like, well, let me show you like a ripoff of Halloween. He's like, well, I could do that. So like he, (laughs) He had this thing where his approach to the horror was, like, imbuing it with all of this, like, earnest weirdness he had from his other projects. That it's not just a, mm-hmm. um, like, a schlock or, a, like, a like a gorehound approach to mm-hmm. it. It's, uh, you can't separate them apart, I think, in my yeah, mind. Yeah, right. So and, like, and uh, that's it, what it felt like. Yeah. yeah. I was thinking, like, yeah. on, like, on that kind of spectrum of, like, separation, like, you can easily put, like... I don't know, say like Eli Roth, if you get sent, you know, shown like anything gore and it's like, okay, is this Eli Roth or like Sam Raimi? You'd be like, yeah, that's clearly Roth over there. But you can distinguish those things in like his movies, whereas Sam Raimi, I, I'm the one to believe that he blends it so well that it's just, mm-hmm. it's it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I think that's... He's just got his own vibe. I love yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and it's the thing that we really have to, uh, I guess as consumers, people who pay money to see a, a comic book film is to really treasure those those that were those films that are still trusting the filmmaker you know like yeah um i think a a great example is you know david f sandberg with shazam but also um trusting james wan with aquaman and and Mm -hmm. doing his thing with it Mm -hmm. and and it really feels like when you're watching it you're like that's a james wan thing that's him doing his thing (laughs) you know and you you really feel like that's his movie and the same thing can be said for ryan coogler when he did black panther it's just like that's yeah. this guy's movie. Mm-hmm. When you have mm-hmm. a, a superhero movie where you can't even remember who the director is or directors, it's like, mm-hmm. that's when you're like, I don't know. Or, or that it doesn't even matter, you know? <laughs> Like, uh-huh. like what, what, like, uh, 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 what was that? What was that wrestling movie that the captain, the captain Marvel directors had made? 
Um, it was oh. like a high school wrestling movie. Um, I don't know. I have no yeah. idea what you're talking but, about. But like, yeah. So they exact. But that's exactly it. Like they directed a, a a high school wrestling movie, like a dramedy, like a Sundance thing, and then they directed Captain Marvel. And it's like I don't see any of that movie in this. So mm. like, we, I I I I am not convinced that they could have gotten anybody to direct captain marvel and it wouldn't have looked exactly the same mm-hmm. yeah um, and i like that movie and I it's like just that not movie. right <laughs> i really like that movie but there's no it doesn't have that same sort of stamp on it no uh, no like, does anybody like, remember who directed like the second Thor? ragnarok or exactly. like the yeah. guardians yeah. movies yeah. you know yeah. it's like say what uh. you will about ragnarok like whether you like it or don't like it but it's Taika's movie it's yeah. like that's yes. his yeah. movie. it's a Taika comic book movie and yeah. that's that's yeah. that's that's standing applause for that yeah yeah right so when we when we come here in this minute and we have terry osborne coming in to save the day and we're we're cracking jokes and we're smiling and uh we're we're feeling this warm fuzzy feeling in the midst of all this nonsense even though our characters are wearing weird snowboard gear and red spandex and there's a sand monster and stuff it just it makes me feel really good it doesn't feel like the cheesiness is bad it makes it feel like oh yeah this now we're back in that personal space mm-hmm. now we're in that vibe that that um, being said i i think it would have been it would have been amazing if uh if when peter said you came instead of saying uh looks like just just in the nick of time instead of saying that harry just goes yeah my butler told me that my dad actually killed himself <laughs> so <laughs> uh, i've had it i've had it wrong this whole time sorry uh, buddy so, sorry man <laughs> Yeah. Hey, still I've been cool. holding a grudge for a while. It was a mistake. Yeah. <laughs> I forgive you. <laughs> um, was there ever a notion for uh, like Peter and and Harry to? I don't know. The fact that he says like you came was he always in the back of his mind like expecting? Oh boy, I wish Harry's gonna come save me this time. Is well, that like he goes, an... he he goes and visits him and asks him for help? Okay, and, and Harry turns him down, and then that's when his butler is like, "Actually, sir, <laughs> I cleaned your father's wounds." Yeah. Time yeah. for a retcon. Yeah. Okay. Um, and and again, like as we've mentioned several times on the show, uh, earlier drafts of this had uh, Mary Jane going to talk to harry and get him on board with helping right peter because gwen was in danger and this whole scene was different but that um the the end goal was always harry and peter teaming up together mm-hmm. right in this sequence just how we got there was a little different right um right yeah i don't know um, i like the shot where he like rises up behind spider-man like a I don't know, like a pop-up or something. Yeah. Like, I just think it's a fun way to enter the frame. It's just a unique shot. Yeah. Uh, it must have been tricky to, to pull out. And there's like the the rim lighting on him because of the helicopter stuff. Like he looks like an angel coming to save him. I don't know. Like yeah. it's, it's fun. You can really tell the question was asked, okay, what do I do with my hands? <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, I just I love the way that they work together where they just get surrounded. And so his idea is just like, OK, I'll help you for a second by like throwing you into him. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, it's, ah. it's it's cool. Like they're they're like planning things and you're just like, man, they make a really good team. And mm-hmm. there is a world where if Harry didn't die at the end of this and they would have made a, a Spider-Man four, you could have had like a Spider-Man, a version of Spider-Man and his amazing friends where it's like. Him and uh, Harry, and then like maybe there's somebody else too, maybe Sandman. I don't know. Yeah. Um. But yeah. like, there's a way that like he could have had like a little a little ensemble 
of heroes. Bat family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I mean, it, yeah. Not, not to go back cool. into all the DC stuff again, but it is a very Batman Superman dichotomy because you you have rich mm-hmm. kid with uh, um, all this money with and gadgets and a butler <laughs> who yells at him. So, you know, like there's that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, we've been making jokes about how uh, how I, we think that James Franco may have seen uh, Batman Begins and was like, you know, <laughs> that's me. <laughs> I liked all of these I things. Do that. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I love all of these Can things from that? Batman Begins. Can we incorporate those? <sighs> I, I really like those ninja spikes on his arms. Yeah. And, you know, I'm rich. I've got a butler. Come on, let's do it. How about let's a do cave? This thing. Can we get a cave? Is that in the budget? Yeah. We got caves around here. <laughs> I can get an all black suit, right? Yeah, it's like a survival suit. Yeah, but I mean, the Hobgoblin is traditionally bright color. No, no, but like, should be like a cool black suit. Yeah, like, like, tactical. like Batman. Yeah, make it tactical. Like they, they showed him one that was like was like or- orange and blue, and he's like, does it come in black? <laughs> <laughs> I like, too, that he's, uh, he had the Tony Stark helmet thing before Tony Stark did. Mm. Like, when he, oh, he shows yeah. up, he's got his whole helmet thing on it, like, unclips and goes behind his mm. head. Like, yeah. Could you imagine? Could you imagine if just the only change with the costume was that it was it was orange and blue? I'd be into that. That would be so cool. That'd be so much better than this. Um, Like like where like hints at the color scheme of the hobgoblin, but doesn't like go all out on it. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't know. That would have been cool. Better than the than this like black like ninja gear thing, Mm -hmm. which is. Just a yeah. little, a little, a little too generic for me. I think. Yeah, I'm. I'm so happy Harry's here. I like how they work together. I just, just visually, I would like something different. Yeah. What is, uh, yeah. what is your guys' opinions on you know throwing in him looking like a goblin? You know, him and Norman looking like. I mean, you get the suit obviously in the first one, but like, is it? Mm-hmm. Uh, we're happy with him just being a regular human, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. It's yeah. okay. Yeah, it's would it okay. be better <laughs> if he was gobliny? <laughs> I, I don't want him to like transform into a goblin like a, like a like amazing. genetic. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't want that. Uh, um, yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind seeing a more traditional take. Like if, whenever the MCU gets around to it, when we have a new take on the Green Goblin, I'm kind of hoping that it's more Halloweeny and more. I'm um, mm-hmm. like almost he has access to mystic arts or something in that like that is not so fully. It has to be tech gear for the military that he's wearing yeah. uh, it would I'm, be cool to get something that looks like a goblin i'm just i'm just mm. so frustrated uh uh it, it's it's like uh it's just it's like fan frustration or what have you where it's just like we have had four iterations of the goblin in spider-man feature films mm-hmm. and none of them have been anything even remotely close yeah. to the comics yeah and the way it looks it, yeah it is so frustrating because it's like you had you 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 dropped the ball in the first film but it's the thing that got the closest but you yeah. still dropped the ball this is way off uh, mm-hmm. And then, obviously, Amazing Spider-Man Two is a is a is a huge mistake. Uh, that's a that's a mess. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know who signed off on that. That's just yikes. Uh, and then and then there's uh, Into the Spider Verse, which is which is fun, and you can you can shake it off by being like, oh yeah, it's an alternate thing. So it's like the ultimate yeah. mm-hmm. ultimate or, goblin, yeah. where he's like a giant mm. goblin hulking beast. beast. Yeah, um, which is fine, but like it's it's also it's like really not even here. Not even in this. You can't give me <laughs> Halloween man. Not even here. Um, and the guy's suit. 
uh, just guy, want it. The guy's suited. Islands of Adventure, man. That thing is on mm-hmm. point. That's a good one. I gotta yeah. say, I kind of want to see been. that on screen. Yeah. yeah. Something yeah. like it. They just have yeah. to I, get, you know, they they have scrolls now in the MCU, and and and, right. and people have to, you know, they're introduced to these characters all the time. You know, they you know they say we're going to do a Guardians of the Galaxy movie, so now we got to teach you guys about Guardians of the Galaxy. Thanos got to teach you about mm-hmm. him. You put Green Goblin into it, and then they're going to go, oh, he's a scroll. It's like no, no. Let me let me explain this now. <laughs> and so you have to yeah, go through that I, without confusing people. You change it a bit. I, I think yeah. I think it's really easy to do. You just all you have to do in the MCU is establish the chameleon first, and then you have the big reveal that the chameleon's technology was backed by Norman. So then Norman uses the chameleon technology for his goblin mask. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Boom. the like done. Mission Impossible masks that you yeah. just like put them on and they work. Yeah, like, done. Yeah, that's, that's it. what you, you need. Don't need anything else. That's, that's why we didn't have it in this series, which was like when they went through earlier iterations on the Goblin, they tested out um, more traditional, yeah, you know, looks. Yeah. And, and Sam Raimi was just like, I, I don't want to spend the story time necessary to justify how this mask works and why, mm-hmm. where it came from and whatnot. Let's just have it all be the tech, right? Which I, I get in the first movie of this that you're you're trying to like pick your battles, what's worth spending time on, what's worth establishing, but. In a universe like this, I don't think it's nearly as difficult. Mm-hmm. And with the scrolls, it's just sort of proof positive that you can do facial prosthetic makeup yeah. uh, that people just buy. Uh, like everybody loved Talos basically in Captain Marvel. Yeah. Spoilers for people who haven't seen it. Uh, that was a thing though for these movies. They did make goblin masks. Oh yeah, they, I can send you a link. Oh yeah, of, yeah, absolutely. Uh, there, there's animatronic a, there's test. like test footage of them testing out an animatronic goblin mask, Ooh, and it is it looks funny. amazing. Yeah. It is the coolest yeah. thing you'll ever see, um, and it is it they they bailed on it, and I'm That's, I'm so man. sad. And yet, Mortal so Kombat sad. still exists. Yeah, right. How it's, does that work? So. It is so cool. It's like um, it's a it's an actor. In it's their real mouth and like chin and like bottom half, and then the top half of the mask is all animatronic. So it's animatronic eyes and eyebrows, mm-hmm. um, and the two are sort of like working in uh, in uh, conjunction with each other. That's it's cool. Yeah, it's like a rehearsal really cool. where they're like telling the actor to like, okay, in two seconds make like an angry face, and they're trying to time out the mm-hmm. mechanics to work yeah. with them. But it, it is so it's cool. really cool. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure when this episode airs, I'll I'll post it in the Facebook group mm-hmm. and we can talk about it there. Yeah. yeah. Um, but anyway. Um, anyway. Yeah. Uh, yeah we it. get we get uh, uh, the. I I was I'm glad that it's in the movie because it is it is like it is the move when you're fighting Sandman. Um, yeah. 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 Turn him to glass and you shatter the mm-hmm. glass. Yeah. Like that's the move. Uh, and it's so, so cool. It's it's nice that it's here because like that move, that move was in the comics. It goes back to the James Cameron Spider-Man movie where it was Electro and um and Sandman, Sandman as the villain yeah. in his Spider-Man movie. Uh, and and so like it's just in every time, every time that you have Sandman, that has to come up, and uh, we we get it for mm-hmm. a second here, and it's uh it's really well done. I like that he he just like blasts him with with fire from his snowboard thing. Um, it's, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's nice just that his snowboard glide. hand is like heavy now that it's glass and so he's yeah. struggling to raise that arm up to hit Harry and then like he shatters it and then there's I guess there's something destructive within ourselves where we enjoy how pleasing it is that it shatters 
and it's like, oh, it's glass. Oh, yeah. That means it shatters, right? And then we get to experience it, and we go, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so good. It is, man. It's what a cool like. There's a there's a sand monster attacking the city, and the heroes are fighting him and turning parts of him to glass and stuff. Like, it just this makes is sense. the sort of thing yeah. I wanted to see that's in a movie. You yeah. The, uh, yeah, the Marvel rock and roll music that they play at Islands of Adventure. And you go, yeah, Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Spider-Man. Um, I have the dumbest note uh, still in my uh, little list of notes here. And it's just that when we see the crowd reaction, right? We see JJ and we see all these other photographers near him. Uh, there's one photographer right behind JJ, like to his right, our left, uh, who's holding his, his camera up in the air. And I just like that his, uh, his jacket has sort of like a quilted oh, texture awesome on it. that's an awesome jacket. And it's, and it's yellow, so it kind of looks like the Shocker. It just, I don't know. It's so dumb, but it's like, hey, is that the Shocker? Look at that. What a jacket. That. What a cool jacket. That thing looks great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was just nifty. I don't know. I just thought it was worth mentioning. <laughs> yeah. That's good. Um, but, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think, that, uh, I think that's it. I think that's the minute. Um, yeah. It's good. It's, 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 it's great seeing these, you know, friends sort of back at it again, you know, back there, they're, yeah. they're together again. And it's, uh, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's just, it's really fun to see. Um, yeah. And I guess my final note on this minute is appreciation for this bit of animation that happens about 38, 39 seconds in where it is venom in the background, like crawling up. And it is the creepiest yeah. actual spider-looking thing I've ever seen in these movies, and I love it. I, that animation right there to me has almost like the stop-motion quality to it, where it is creepy, and it's the yeah. best thing he's done. It's really that good. that is awesome. I didn't even catch that. It's really <sighs> good. Spider-Man movie, right? guys. It's like it's solid. <sighs> It's, it's fun. They're fun movies. Now I haven't yeah. seen the the editor's cut. Is that? Do you guys? I mean, you guys have probably talked yeah. about it before, but I watched <sighs> it. It's not better, in my opinion. I it's it's different. It's just yeah, it's just different. It mixes things up a little bit. Um, I think there's a lot of there's some things that work, and then other things that like do not work at all. Um. Like the the one the one cut that they changed uh, in the uh, in the editor's cut is um, after he after he fights um, uh, he fights um, uh, uh, Harry and uh, throws the pumpkin bomb back at him whips it back at him and it blows up and then he walks away from it he he walks toward the camera and then it comes out and he's dancing down the street and it's the montage of the oh, black suit geez. so it's just like yeah so it's just like blows up his friend and then it just goes directly into the the, the dancing, dancing down the Here street scene Woo. I kind of don't believe you <laughs> it's so yeah. yeah no that's that's real that, that editor is in made the that decision <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's it's not it's not good. Um, it's definitely not good. Uh, but anyway. Um, anyway. Yeah. So what? Uh, when? When? When is uh, DC Cinematic Minute uh, coming back up? Are you guys uh, working on anything new? Right now, we are. We're working on Wonder Woman Minute. So we finished Man of Steel, Batman v Superman, Suicide Squad. So now we're doing Wonder Woman Minute, which is a big film. In general, just it's a it's a milestone we've been uh, aiming to get to ever since we started the podcast. Wonder Woman is a superhero I love very much, one of my all time favorite characters of all time, 
and can't wait to talk about her and the film that finally arrived. Um, and we're in the process of designing the artwork because for us, designing the artwork is always a big thing. Um, but we're looking yeah. to start recording episodes soon. By the time this you're hearing this episode, hopefully episodes have started to come out. Um, but we're trying to get episodes out this year in 2019. Nice. Nice. <sighs> Can't wait. Um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm excited for you guys to be, uh, uh, covering a, a film that's, uh, less controversial than your previous three. Mm. Um, <laughs> it, it, that, that, that's going to probably feel like a vacation, uh, to, <laughs> to a certain extent yeah. for you guys. Yes. Huge breath um, of fresh air. Yeah. Less, less stressful. Um, so that's uh I'm I'm excited. I'm I'm definitely gonna be listening to every episode of that one. So um I'm I'm pumped for it. Pumped. Um and, pumped. and you should be wrapping up like right right in time for the sequel, right? So that's perfect timing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's that's yeah. an yeah, again, going back to um directors and, and the films that they make, it's like Patty Jenkins is, you know, you can't talk about Wonder Woman without talking about because she is herself a Wonder Woman. It's like there's and and, and and looking forward you know talking about the film that she did and you know i even today before we start recording I'm, I'm working on the artwork and and i'm listening to the soundtrack over and over again and there's just such an emotional response that you have for the film and that's what matters the most for any piece of art and it's like thinking knowing mm. that patty jenkins is still synonymous with wonder woman and the sequel that's coming out it's like we're going to see her idealized 80s like the 1980s what what was that to her and it's i'm looking forward to that <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah me too me too me too um all right well thanks so much for being our guest this week guys yeah thank you so thank much you guys for having so us. much for inviting us to talk about spider-man over and over again we, we love doing it and it's been a fantastic thing and we always get to talk about the the villains in really cool ways and mm-hmm. always got yeah. the what i well, would we, think are the coolest minutes to talk about <laughs> uh, nice well, we <laughs> definitely can't wait to have you back for amazing spider-man oh so. yeah oh, oh, oh boy we will be there a yeah. sword and shield in hand <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> awesome um, all right. Well, uh, everyone at home, if you want to hear uh, uh, Zach and I, let's uh, talk about other superhero things or Spider-Man things. And you're going to want to listen to The Weekend Bugle. And the only way you're going to be able to do that is by becoming a Patreon supporter at DuelingGenre.com slash support. Uh, you go there and all we're asking for is $3 a month and you'll gain access to all the bonus content uh, and bonus podcasts that we put out on our Patreon page. And uh, it helps us out immensely. Um, so that is that is the number one way that you can help out this show and make sure that we keep going, keep trucking forward is by becoming a Patreon supporter. And we appreciate everyone who has already done that. And if you're thinking about it, go check it out. That's duelinggenre.com slash support. And we'll be back on Monday with Minute 121. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.